If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, The Psychology of God, Part 3, The Urge to Formulate a Plan. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought also comes from the works of Alice Bailey. The third divine instinct or hidden inner trend is the urge to formulate a plan. It will be apparent that this urge grows out of the previous two trends considered. It finds its microcosmic reflection in the many plans and projects of the human being as he lives his little life or runs busily about the planet in connection with his tiny personal affairs. It is this universal capacity to work and plan which is the guarantee that there exists in man the capacity to respond eventually and in group formation to God's plan based on God's vision. And once again, that's a quote from the works of Alice Bailey. How is this urge to formulate a plan related to the previous two qualities we discussed? Uh, that is, the, the tendency to blend and synthesize and the quality of the hidden vision? Well, uh, the urge to formulate a plan is um, the third aspect of the uh, qualities of deity, the psychology of God, the expression of, of God's consciousness. If we look at the urge to blend and synthesize, that leads quite naturally on the outer levels of life to the creation of unity 
And I think we can look at the struggles in the world today and see that uh, humanity is engaged in the effort to create more unity through right human relationships, right planetary relationships. It's having a hard time doing so because the uh, tendency to blend and synthesize requires one give up selfishness and greed. Uh, and that's rough going at the present time. But this vision, I think, of a better world, one based on a more intelligent synthesis, uh, a more intelligent interrelation of all parts of the planetary life, that vision, I think, is, is recognized and uh, is magnetized in human consciousness. It's something that we strive for. Probably at this stage, it's a mystical yearning, a kind of an emotional uh, longing for such a world, but without the real practical and self selfless examination of how to bring such a vision into realization, we're not going to get very far. And that's where the urge to formulate a plan comes in. God's plan is known to God, not to us. But we get glimpses of it, I think, in our efforts to imagine planning for a better world. Yes, and as the opening thought there said, uh, just that, that capacity to plan is something we kind of take for granted. Well, everybody makes plans. We, In our everyday life, we make plans about going to work or planning to a meal or planning... Uh, a party or planning a function, it's very natural for us, for some people at least, to to plan things. And so uh, it, it's interesting to kind of see the relationship there between um, the capacity for planning that we have in our own little lives and the uh, larger capacity of the soul on the one hand to to plan its uh, series of lives uh, related to the plan of God. So uh, there is a lot of planning all the way down from God to the soul to the human being. We can only work with an aspect of the plan uh, as we understand um, our ability to control our lives and the world around us. And when you say that everybody has a plan, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking of a roommate I once had. Uh, many years ago who believed that just letting life happen was the way to live and um, she believed in the uh, wonderfulness of spontaneity being in the moment never planning ahead because that might mean that you would miss something that would be a surprise and even more wonderful and she was one of those real free spirits it was maddening to live with her <laughs> for me it was maddening because I guess I'm one of the planners but she it was a matter of principle with her that you don't plan you let life happen mm -hmm. and I, I think a case can be made for that kind of temperament yet Alice Bailey says that um, every disciple every true spiritual seeker who is seriously engaged in his spiritual evolution has a plan and I think that implies that at that level of consciousness, which is available to all of us if we want to make the effort to achieve it, we have to be engaged in bringing through some glimpse, some steadily expanding idea of what our soul 
has in mind for our particular incarnation. Each of us is born with a purpose. It might not be terribly uh, uh, mega significant, but we are here for a purpose known to our souls, and the bringing through of that sense of purpose and the setting about to realize it is a plan, isn't it? Well, yes. I think uh, I just one can live their lives, you know, spontaneously and just wait for whatever happens. But what if God did that? <laughs> what if God didn't have a plan and he just sort of haphazardly created this planet and uh, just... Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Roll the dice. The dice right? yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Some people think uh, that is what happened. <clears throat> um, so I, you know, I, I kind of wonder if that's uh, the best way to go, but um, uh, it may it may relate also to the ray, particular ray quality that um, be, that people have, because this planning ability comes by way of the third ray of active intelligence, and uh, so if there is not a very strong sense of active intelligence in a person, perhaps they're not qualified and not bringing in this particular quality in this particular lifetime. If they have other rays that are more um, more strongly uh, noticeable in, in their makeup. But um, I think if someone has a very strong sense of planning, then they may be expressing this quality of the third ray of active intelligence. And I suppose when we talk about planning, we have to um, keep in mind that the kind of planning that the disciple does relates to bringing through the vision of the soul. Mm -hmm. Going back to the second uh, quality of deity, the ability to hold the vision over a, a sustained period of time and to not let that vision descend into or deteriorate into um, uh, something uh, of lesser value, no matter how difficult or how many obstacles there are to the realization of that vision. Well, I think the planning that the soul does is to bring this vision into manifestation because the nature of the soul is to relate spirit to matter and the soul is said to be already initiate on its own level there is available to each of us so much more knowledge so much more awareness and capacity than we are able to bring through due to our faulty mental equipment and our uh, lower tendencies towards selfishness and materialism and greed and separatism and so on. Uh, so we're not talking about the kind of deadening planning of somebody who's overly scheduled and overly organized and doesn't want any surprises and is never open to anything uh, uh, spontaneous or unexpected. It's not that level of uh, planning we're talking about. No, I. but I think um, uh, where that is the case perhaps you know the person is still <clears throat> working out this whole uh, idea of planning mm -hmm. and it's just uh, overextended and uh, overdefined and overactivated um, but uh, that is a good quality to have and uh, to develop because it is one of the divine qualities and that's mm -hmm. what this 
what's so interesting about this whole series that we're trying to uh, <clears throat> bring forth right now these seven different qualities of in the mind of God that are being expressed by God on his level and on the level of the soul and consequently on the level of the human being uh, it's interesting because this is a way to find our relationship with God another way to define our relationship to God because we have these same qualities manifesting in us and through us as exists in the mind of God already that's why it's so interesting to uh, think about these um, this topic of the psychology of God because you're right as above so below is mm -hmm. the great hermetic maxim and we are made in the image of God the Bible says uh, obviously on a lower level but yes we have that same divine um, tendency in us in as much as we live increasingly with a sense of purpose and a try to um, become more aware of why we are here and what we are meant to do. And if each of us posed that question to ourselves in all humility and sincerity, I think we would find more clarification would begin to come through. Uh, so many of us just live in a kind of haphazard uh, way that lets us be buffeted about by the events and difficulties of life and I, I think so many people today especially don't have much of a sense of control over life and uh, the world around them yet the ability to plan is the first uh, expression of the spiritual will some people I think plan uh, naturally in long segments of time. I remember someone who used to plan in 20-year increments. Others plan perhaps a year at a time. They make resolutions at the new year. Um, it, it probably varies with the individual, but if we stop living just doing more and more of the same and actually begin to try to think of the plan of our life, I think we will we'll see some light dawn. Yes, and I, I, I think that uh, it, it's a very um, expanding to the consciousness if mm -hmm. one can uh, get out of this personal focus mm -hmm. and uh, finally look at the world and, and look at uh, the relationship we have with deity and to see that we are here not just for ourselves. You know, it's not about me, it's really about this plan of God that's working out through us. It's what about it's working through you and it's not about you. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, the psychology of God. Part 3 The Urge to Formulate a Plan. I guess you could call that a subtitle. The Urge to Formulate a Plan. We have a special offer from Felicis Trust and it's a, it's a paper on the psychology of God, taken from Esoteric Psychology, Volume 2, by Alice Bally. There's absolutely no charge, no shipping charge or anything. We'll be happy to send it out to you. Uh, all you have to do is to give us a call on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. Once again, it's 1-866-695-8247. Uh, just ask for the paper, which is called, the title of which is 
The Psychology of God, and we'll send it out to you, and hopefully it'll stimulate your interest to the point where you might want to explore some of the other Alice Bailey books, perhaps the book that uh, uh, that it was taken from or extracted from, uh, the uh, Alice Bailey book, Esoteric Psychology, Volume 2. So give us a call, ask for the psychology of God. The easy way to remember, is the, uh, remember the phone number is one eight six six ny lucis Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Think of one eight six six new york lucis uh, All of our inner side programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. And um, I think also listening to some of the previous shows might help to enlighten you as to some of the... uh, the um, allusions that Dale and Sarah make to uh, uh, some of the Bailey topics called the Rays. Um, previous programs might uh, shed some light on some of those um, phrases perhaps that you might not have understood, so they'd be worth listening to. Once again, the uh, the website, www.lucistrust.org. That's where all of our, uh, our, we have a whole library of previously archived radio shows there, as well as other information about Lucis Trust. Um, the theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website, uh, so you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. Also, I need to tell you that we, we need your help. We appreciate the uh, support that you've given us in the past. Uh, many of you have donated money to us, both large and small amounts, and uh, that's very much appreciated because uh, that's what keeps us on the air. So if you'd like to continue that support, and we do hope you will, uh, uh, get, send a check, money order, your donation to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. I was thinking as you were, you and Dale were in dialogue about each individual um, lifetime, in each individual lifetime, that the uh, person, the person will have a the soul plan, that the soul has a plan for the individual life. And I'm thinking uh, uh, how confused uh, some people might be who have a uh, core belief or a core personality problem uh, that, uh, let's say a person, for example, might be a sociopath and he comes into the lifeline and he says, he listens to both of you talking and representing Alice Bailey and he says, well, good Lord, what's my plan? I can't get out of this psychological syndrome that I'm into. And uh, But I was thinking... Is it possible that maybe that during a given lifetime that, it, that the purpose of the lifetime is to come to grips with some deep core belief that is holding back the development of the soul? I imagine so. Not all of the plans of the soul um, result in happy, uh, joyful um, uh, experiences. And I would just like to insert, I, I can't believe there are any sociopaths listening to our show. Surely they must be on another station. <laughs> right. I, I would think so, yeah. Names of which we won't mention any names, but I can think of a couple of broadcasters. <laughs> but, but those of us who are not sociopaths, but merely average, flawed human beings, sometimes our flaws are our greatest teachers, just like the Buddhists say there are no enemies, only teachers. And that's Mm. another way you can begin to uncover the plan in your life. If you look at the people around you, the ones you enjoy and the ones perhaps you find a little more difficult, 
bless them all for what they offer you in uh, learning to establish right relationships. And there are no enemies, there are only teachers. You could say there are no um, insolvable problems, only conundrums to be unknotted. Well, then some of them are great teachers from what I yes. in my own history. <laughs> yes. Some of us are exceptionally hard-headed and slow learners, mm. and so we... Uh, uh, find ourselves in situations where our tasks and our obstacles are very difficult, but they are appropriate for us. I, I deeply believe that what we have in our midst is absolutely correct uh, in terms of establishing the circumstances for our next step ahead. And we can never imagine what that might be for another person, but we can be sure that whatever is in our path is exactly what we need to move forward once we resolve it. Yes, and it's, the chances are that it's that what we need and that <clears throat> will not be what we think we need, but it's, mm. it's what the soul uh, deems that it needs. And a lot of its conditioning of uh, setting up the plan for the next life and for this life and for all lives in that matter has to do with karma. Mm -hmm. Whatever, that's one of the things that the soul is faced with as after it leaves one incarnation is the karma that has been incurred in that incarnation and it has to be adjusted. It has to be uh, brought back into balance. Uh, some of the forces that were set in motion in the previous life and so um, there is a lot of planning I think on the part of the soul because it plans not just the next life but perhaps a whole series of lives mm -hmm. if it wants to uh, build up uh, and develop a certain quality along a certain line of quality then it may take more than one lifetime to develop that there's an interesting thought from the writings of Alice Bailey about how we resolve our present obstacles and um, difficulties. Um, she says there is no true direction apart from thought, and thought is power. And she said all of us should ponder on this because then we can achieve a, an understanding of the direction of God's plan. But we have to begin with working with some phase in our own lives and subject it to mental direction. In other words, take some aspect of our life, even something karmic, like you're saying. It doesn't have to necessarily be utterly positive. It might be a difficulty. But subject it to what we think is the quality of proper thought and bring the power of our thought, of our mind, to bear on the resolution or the redirection of that circumstance, that's the beginning of learning how to work with a plan because it would, I think, it require that we envision what a proper outcome would be. It would bring in a sense of the steps to be taken. It would be expensive because it would lead to um, a larger um, sphere of... Um, uh, usefulness in the world, in our community, in our family, in our workplace. But we have to begin with some aspect of our lives and plan for its redirection. We can't just operate as if we're on automatic pilot and keep doing the same old, same old and believe that we are living according to any kind of plan. No, and that's where the intelligent aspect comes in too because that has that gives us the ability to analyze and to uh, <coughs> criticize and uh, to 
critique, if you will, our own life and if we have the capacity and the will to analyze our own behavior and to look at ourselves honestly, then that is a, a useful step too, to take the inner capacities and the talents that one has and the intelligence and exercise those and to bring your life, um, bring it around and give it a new direction perhaps. One interesting way to do that is to take a look at one's desires. What is it that you really want? Uh, We can only answer that for ourselves, but our desires are what lead to our planning because whatever we desire, we want more of it and we set about getting it. Do we desire more stuff? Do we desire to be um, desirable to others? Do we desire to be attractive? Do we desire more comfort? Do we desire to be superior above all others? Do we desire recognition? Do we desire more power? What exactly does each of us really want? If you can identify that, you can see where you are directing your resources uh, towards planning for your future. You might be surprised, uh, and not necessarily so pleasantly so, if you can uncover what you desire. But that's, I think, the first handle one gets on how one operates according to a plan and then recognizing those you can begin to upgrade them to a more mm. inclusive less personal level don't you think well yes i mean that's the ability to formulate a plan is um, it eventually as one goes on it must um, give way to the tendency to make plans in tune with the plan of god and I think that's that's the whole thrust behind the inducement of bringing the soul into control in your life. Yes, you begin with some aspect and gradually <clears throat> and inevitably you, you upgrade your usefulness to God's plan. There are different levels of responsibility and each of us is on a particular level. We can only begin there. <clears throat> Those of us who aren't so spiritually advanced We have the usefulness to God's plan because we're closer to the whole vast range of humanity being part of them. And that means the higher beings, God can work through us to reach our fellow men. I just wonder sometimes if the debates on abortion and on stem cell research and on curing AIDS and on working on global trade agreements, if these aren't all examples of human beings trying to plan. And they make mistakes, but in trying, they're beginning to work as God wants us to work on earth. We're his agents, for better or worse. If we listen to the words of the great invocation that we close with, that has to do with the working out of the plan through human cooperation. It's the It's utterly dependent on the responsiveness of human minds, and the very first line of the great invocation refers to invoking light to descend into human minds, and love to descend into human hearts, and purpose to guide little human wills. All of that is required if the plan of love and light is to work out on earth, and the door where evil dwells is to be sealed. That door of evil being, more than anything else, separativeness, the illusion that we are alone and isolated. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucy's Trust. We have a paper for you, and um, 
It may be just a paper, but there's a lot of depth to it. And uh, if you enjoyed the, uh, today's show and you want to look further into this topic, order our paper that we'll be happy to send out to you free of charge, the title of which is The Psychology of God, taken from Esoteric Psychology, Volume 2, by uh, Alice Bailey. Hopefully you'll be stimulated to read uh, the larger volume after you read the paper. Once again, there's ab- it's absolutely no charge. Give us a call at one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. The easy way to remember it is one eight six six NY Lucis. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis and request the paper, The Psychology of God. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.